Is this thing on? Hello, everybody out there. We are here. We are slightly late, but we're here. That's okay. That's all that matters. Welcome to this week's UCR Live. As you can see, we've got new titles and all that kind of stuff. Trying to keep things nice and fresh for you all. Um, how is everyone so far? So good? Alive? Working? Let's start with Luke. How are you today, my um, lovely yeah, friend? Um... <laughs> oh, look, I'm wonderful. I've been uh, doing, like, back-to-front shifts all week, so my eyes are hanging out of my head this morning, but I showed up, so that's all you that matters, did. right? You are here, <laughs> you are committed, you are everything you need to be. But Absolutely. thank you for joining that's us happy. today. We appreciate your presence. <laughs> Always makes us happy. How is the vivacious Vera today? Um, I'm here, I'm ready to go. I made it. <laughs> Everyone's, I'm here. That's such a reassuring, like, <laughs> lovely thing. Of course, we have our brand new regular <laughs> panelist, Miss Brooke, here. How are you? I am good, guys. I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> you, survived, you survived your first show, more importantly. I did. I did. And, uh, did. yeah. Interesting nightmares afterwards of chronic, but look, I got I came back. I came back. Look, you came Thank back, God. and that's that's the thing. You're a glutton for punishment, and we love you for it. I um, do love to be punished. And how, 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 how has the world treated you since you've um joined the uncensored radio crew? Are people like, oh, there are weird people stalking my Facebook? Um, that's it. Welcome. I I'm like. Oh, no, you're weird. I'm just not going to add you. And, uh, yeah, that was great. That uh, It's strange. That's yeah. fun. Welcome yes. to the world of quasi, not even, we're like F-list celebrity podcasting. <laughs> you do get, what? You do get people stalking your page. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to be fucking famous because of this. <laughs> um, you're on a sh- you're on a shirt now, so come oh, bank, you will be on a shirt. I, I wouldn't hold like, my breath or count the banks. Yeah, look, oh, we've been we've only been doing this for uh, look. I've been here a year. Um, they got uh, Jeffrey doing this for ten years, but that's all right. Whatever. <laughs> we have a brand new face joining us today, Mister Dylan Cody. How are you? I am well. Just taking in. Some football and enjoying the company of you fine people. He's a multitasker. So tell the people at home a little bit about yourself, sir. Uh, so I'm a stand-up comedian. Uh, currently performing mostly in New York City because that's really the only place that has comedy clubs near me. Because like Vera, I live in the middle of scenic nowhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I've been doing comedy for about two years. And living in upstate New York and have been enduring this pandemic as everyone else has. And it's been a blast. Um, (laughs) Mentally disturbing, depressing, damaging, and, you know, every other negative connotation you could think of. But otherwise, it's been great. So that should be a new tagline for this show. Yeah, look, I feel like you're, fit, you're fitting right in already, Dylan. It's a great, it's a great place to be. We are just damaging. Broken. We're disturbing. This is yeah, this is how we roll here at Uncensored Radio. So, um, how are we feeling? Jeffrey is somewhere, guys. So, if you think, if you're wondering where Jeffrey is, he's somewhere. Um, the two sticks, a rubber band, and a rat on a wheel that runs his internet have somehow broken down. So Jeffrey Emmett is out there somewhere. He may join us. He may not. But you look, that's part of the unexpected nature of Uncensored Radio is that, you know, shit happens and we just roll with it. (laughs) So are we ready to jump into this week? Hot load of hot topics. Did that play (laughs) for everyone? It sort of did. It sort of did. All right, let's do it again. This week's hot load of hot topics. <laughs> you got to get the you got to get the full video for the full effect, right? <laughs> That's our Katrina. That's our Katrina <laughs> quote for the week. And if you do love Miss Kitty, 
Guess what, kids? She's back next week. We have a what had happened was, and it is the second part of our sex temper session. It gets very, it gets a bit blue next week. So, uh, Brooke, you've got a fan. Jody's your number one fan. But um, yeah, so so Kitty will be back and talking sexy times next week. So um, (laughs) strap in, it's a very interesting episode. Luke actually joins us for um for that one. I'm actually worried that I said a little bit too much. All right, we might look at the edit. It's okay. We might look at the edit. (laughs) Okay. Um, We don't need to go to jail. We had a lot of conversation. <laughs> we had a lot of conversation last week about um, Senate Bill 8 in Texas, and it is still in the news this week. Possibly my favorite article that came up this week um, The Temple of Satan <laughs> versus Senate Bill 8. Pro choice av- advocates in Texas have been offered a faint ray of hope. From a possibly unexpected source this week, Satanists, reportedly in the name of religious freedom, the Satanic Temple has hit hard against the state's recent institution of draconian anti-abortion laws. Um, the group are saying that it's a part of their religion that they have the choice for abortion, and that um, yeah. Their website is displaying their motto, empathy, reason, and advocacy, and encouraging those seeking any abortions in Texas to contact the temple for assistance in fighting the law. Who knew that help would come from Satan? Vera? I did. Me. I did. (laughs) (laughs) I have got to tell you, um, I'm not a fan of religion, but if I were going to go back to religion at this point in the game, I might join the Satanists. I don't know that I believe that Satan exists, but I love what they stand for. And I think that they really stand for what Christianity should stand for. Advocacy, empathy, and uh, reason. Exactly. When the Satanists are more Christian than the Christians, that's yeah. an issue. Brooke, you want to weigh in? <laughs> uh, look, I, I think, well, everyone knows that I think the law is wrong. It's It's should be a woman's right to choose mm-hmm. what happens with her body. But look, all hail fucking Satan. Honestly, <laughs> like they did a good thing. They did a good thing. They did do oh. a good thing. They're, oh, um... my power wife. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> She's getting the love today. Luke, talk mm. to me about your thoughts on satanic abortion. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm, I'm definitely um, against the laws that were passed in Texas, but I don't think that like hitching your cart to the church of Satan's really going to do well in the eyes of the masses. To you know? look to to <laughs> clarify, Church of Satan is a separate organization. Well, yes. I just the, I don't know. It's just for me, maybe growing up as a Catholic, even though I I don't feel I'm, I'm really practicing. <laughs> well, no, I just think there's just something just not comfortable I, about. Anything to do with allowing the word Satan to trigger you. If you actually actually read their tenets, there's like there's their equivalent of the Ten Commandments, and it's really a very Christian, human centered, kindness centered um, organization. I I don't know. I I watched American Horror Story. I don't trust them. Don't (laughs) trust Ryan Murphy. Don't trust Ryan Murphy to start with. They're not sacrificing goats. No, oh, they might be, but yeah, I'm about to say, doesn't another religion like sacrifice? They're using religious freedom (laughs) laws to challenge this Christian dogma that's trying to take over our court system. And they're, you know, this particular organization, I hesitate to call them a church, you know, is it's. Using Look, reason, using their own re- Christians' own reasoning against them in the mm-hmm. courts. Well, Dylan, this is your first news story. How do you feel about satanic abortion? Fuck <laughs> oh. <Pop this> up. <laughs> God's sake. If it's, it, it, honestly, at this point, what's next? I, I, I mean, really, I mean, I honestly, I feel like the story could be funnier, you know? But... <laughs> but the, the the law the law is an abomination. It it, it really is. It's honestly a it's it, it's 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 not a very uh, 
nice piece of history we're living in. We have to think about 30 years from now, you're going to have to explain to someone why that was a thing. And literally the, yeah, but the idea to, to literally like, I read, I read the, um, the commandments thing, whatever it was. <laughs> Sorry. I have a horrible cough in my throat. We've killed it. <laughs> well, I found it. Well, I, well, I found their empathy reasonable based on what their statutes were. We hear the word Satan. You, you, you have to think to yourself: Is that a group of people I wouldn't mind running into at the supermarket? Yes. Like, you know, because I don't know exactly where what the look is or what the demographics are. But when I hear Satan, I just think metal, screaming, blood, dead animals, sweat, eight in the back, and like <laughs> really, really good like band that's just playing incoherent music. And See, the thing, I'm the thing like, I go no. to, the I, thing I go I, to, I don't I think of that. I think of from them, but no. <laughs> I think of Anton LaVey and that tiny, tiny mustache and, like, don't look directly into my eyes. Like, <laughs> I don't know, some kind of strange, weird magician kind of thing, like wandering around the Walmart in a robe, just trying to collect their, you know, their sacrificial daggers and everything, just trying to, you know, try to do that to it. But look, more power to- as I said, when the Satanists are coming forward with a more Christian view than the Christians, you know that the world's going to hell in a handbag. But big business I'll is actually getting behind. Seats. Sorry, I said I'll save you guys seats. Uh, we're going. <laughs> hello, um, we're going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm driving. Um, the bus. I'm, I'm pretty so, sure the party's much more lit downtown. Yeah, no, <laughs> literally sure like a titty. Um, <laughs> Big business are getting behind it as well, guys, because I don't know if you saw this. uh, Lyft and Uber are defending their drivers against Senate Bill 8. Basically, um, both rideshare owners have, or rideshare owner bodies, have um, jumped in and saying that they will defend any drivers that get sued. Um, At the moment, even a driver can get slapped with a fine of up to $10,000. Lyft's co-founder said in a statement, the law is incompatible with people's basic rights to privacy, our community guidelines, the spirit of rideshare, and our values as a company. Um, The company is also donating $1 million to Planned Parenthood to help ensure that the transportation is never a barrier to healthcare access. Uber have jumped on and said drivers should not be put at risk for getting people where they want to go. Team Uber is in too and will cover legal fees the same way. Thanks for the push. So that's amazing, right? It is amazing. I love love that little snipe at the end. Like, really, you're going to make us really push this hard against (laughs) something like this absolutely incredibly stupid. Bet well, let's I, do it. I mean, and I, I love the I love that they jumped in on this. The stupidity yeah. doesn't end. I mean, those of us living here in the states, that's me and Dylan. <laughs> um, <laughs> the governor Governor Abbott said this week that he was going to end rape. Oh, God! Radio. Can I ask this question? Who elected this guy? I just uh, want to know. Texas? <laughs> I just want to know who in Texas. Because I, I, I don't think everyone in Texas is a moron. I, I, I like to have some, you know, hope that there is actually a consensus of people there that know what they're doing. But if you're telling me that this guy can be governor, then I can be the next Hitler. Yeah. Literally. You never know. Right. The, 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 oh, level, the, level, the level of the level of legislation that we do in this country is so borderline beyond stupid i honestly wonder which country would i rather be oppressed in more america or afghanistan i i wonder if they're not the same thing well funny that you bring afghanistan up because guys (laughs) you've really upset the taliban okay (laughs) you've made them sad when you Afghanistan after 20 military presence, the Taliban were in a, a celebratory mood, holding press conferences, launching fireworks, and shooting into the sky. Their joy was short-lived when they discovered that the equipment left behind by U.S. forces was rendered inoperable, leaving them reportedly angry. 
disappointed and to feel betrayed. Al Jazeera reporter Charlotte Bellas followed, um, reported the following exchange. When I said to them, why do you think that Americans would have left everything operational for you? They said, because we believe it's, in a, it's a national asset and we're the government now and this could have come to great use for us. So they are very disappointed and that a lot of equipment can't be long. Can, can no longer be used. Vera, you got to go first. You got to go first. <laughs> <in this one. laughs> I, you know, <laughs> um, did they really expect we were giving them the keys to the White House? Come on, guys. <laughs> I know they negotiated with the Trump administration, but we're not all as dumb as he looks. I just, I love it though. That's it's it's like the ultimate four year old response. It's like that's not fair. That's not fair. You I didn't wanted do that. it. I, I wanted it. <laughs> now you had it. Now, it Dylan, talk to us about sad Taliban people. Oh, for now. <laughs> I when I read that, I my first thought was like, well, duh. Like, guys, this, <laughs> right? This is, this is the United States military. We're the best trade fighting force in the world. Do you think we are going to leave millions of dollars of our equipment? working in the hands of guys who literally have none of them are wearing the same thing they all look different <laughs> okay like you guys really look like a bunch of dudes who got your stuff together and did something awesome but now you're there and you don't know what to do with any of it and that's exactly why like everyone got incredibly pissed off at the Biden administration for how this got bungled in the exit but i also think about the fact of look at exactly what they were looking at that kind of madness coming towards it where these guys literally thought that we were going to leave them working military equipment yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and they literally had the reputation that they beat women rape and, and murder said- women in the street and you're telling me that you think that we, the United States military, is going to leave this million dollars that our taxpayers pay so much money for that we do not wish was paid? Okay. Have you guys seen the video? You're crazy. Have you seen the video of them trying to fly the helicopter? It just kind of goes around in oh, a sad circle. Did <laughs> <laughs> oh. you actually look at the full video? He goes around hoppers, and then you see it like slowly descend. And there was like some guy put a TikTok of music playing in the background. I can't remember what song it was, but it was like, like it was one of the saddest songs you ever hear, and you'll just know you'll cry from it. But it was just so wow, great wow. to watch them. It's it's on the ground. To use an Australian phrase, it's like brewer's flop or whiskey dick. You get halfway there, but you don't get to the full erection. It's like, yeah. It's like, like, yeah the race is parboiled. You just got to throw it in the water now and finish it off. But it kind of highlights, I think, that the, just the mentality is very simplistic. I mean, as you were just saying, Dylan, why would they even think for a second that the, the troops that were occupying there would leave them armed, you know? Like, right. oh, just especially after there was, like, you know, a few suicide bombings at the um, airport. What What is the mindset? Like, that this is, is a call of duty. You don't just take over the airport and then right. just get all the equipment left in right. game to shoot with <laughs> people. Exactly. Like, what, are, what the hell are you people thinking? And more importantly, so you're telling me that, and this is what really makes even more of a crazy story, that the United States military literally retreated from that. Like, you're telling me you couldn't handle these guys who literally, I I don't, that's why, that's why I wonder, honestly, if pulling out of Afghanistan, although it was bungled, might have been the best thing to ever have happened. Oh, absolutely. Because literally the madness, the madness is crazy. Hundred and twenty-five million dollars a day to be there. It's madness for a country that didn't really want us there. You know, the people that were getting rich weren't uh, Americans. Well, they were. They were Dick Cheney and the Black Hawk and the Prince family. You know, all these private contractors were making millions of dollars a day, but nobody else. You know, at the cost of American lives. And the people clearly never wanted America there because why did it fall so quickly? And there's already two opposing factions, not neither aligned with the U.S. forces. The U.S. Like, has got to stop 
Brooke, the I have to come to you. Ever. I have to come to you. We haven't heard from you. What do you think of sad, sad Taliban? I think it's hilarious. <laughs> right. <laughs> really, like, <laughs> common sense is not a flower that grows in every garden and I don't think it grows in <laughs> Afghanistan at all. Um, well, <laughs> there are those that they all drove for and they all tried to get out of plane. Oh, that's right. Do you know what? It's like the, oh, this is what it is. I like I like the like um the video game analogy. They're ultimately going, Mom, get out of my room. Like that's what it is. <laughs> let me let me alone. They're like 14-year-old boys. They can't separate reality from fantasy. They can't even separate their eyebrows because hello, have you seen some of those videos? <laughs> Monobrow Central. Someone send a waxer to Taliban stat. Um they're they're that immature that we can't have girls in the classroom. Okay, no. Okay. Um, no. Like, look, I th- this was supposed to be a positive article. I think when I read it, I'm like, okay. Um, higher learning has resumed <laughs> in Afghanistan. Um, the, the women have to wear robes and face coverings. Um, they can only be taught by women or... Um, old men teachers that have a good record of behaviour, they have to sit on one side of a curtain and they have to be sat in a separate waiting room. What the fuck? And (laughs) all of the women who worked in banks the day the Taliban took over were told they had to go home and send their male relative to work for them, even if their (laughs) male relative had no idea how to work the the teller machine. I really hope that they were like... They were like real bad with numbers. Like, can you imagine? That's why there was the queue at the ATMs, right? Because they're sending the men to the work. They're like, I do not understand. Isn't, like, this the, isn't this the country where Malala got shot in the face for getting on the yeah. school bus? I think that was Pakistan. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure there's there's more than enough horrible stuff happening, but that like I love that they're trying to push this as a positive story. I know, right? Like, oh, they're still allowed. They just have to get behind. It's you like can a learn, of Oz. but don't you tempt the men. But it's like, it's like <laughs> the Wizard of Oz. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Oh, they'll all be so they'll all be so turned on that they just can't stop fucking in oh, their robes. It's like sick. I don't think so. I'm easily distracted by titties as well, but that's like above and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, how, how? I just, like, I love that they thought that was good PR. It's like, ah, we'll let them back in. We'll let them back this in. Look, look at how good thing, we are. But the thing is, everything they do is also temporary. And yeah. I, I don't mean to sound so cynical when I say this, but I would never take anything that this government says with any, any, any level of seriousness, no matter how great right. the threat or how rational uh, the dis- any decision they think they made there is absolutely no way that this is going to get better and everyone knows that and everyone literally can't stand that idea that when we have to report on it it's it's just you can't spin this in a positive way the fact that they even attempted this as a pr uplifter i mean just we get to the part of literally just getting to the curtain. Like, really, dude? Like, they are, you already covered the face. Now you're just covering the whole, like, what are, what are we doing here? Right. This is like, this is, what's, what's even more shocking and frightening is that we're kind of almost to a point where if you take that to our perspective, there's probably going to be kids that are vaccinated probably on one side of the classroom. And unvaccinated kids on the other side of the classroom, if that's not already happening already right. with mm-hmm. certain schools here in the country. So you're seeing this from the perspective of Afghanistan, and it's horrifying, but it's also like now it's also happening here. Yes. It, it, it's, it's so crazy, the mirror of well, what's I going mean- on there versus what's going on here. Though the, though the, the, the seriousness here is very much lower, but, you know, it's still crazy. I don't know. I think it's still pretty crazy. I mean, look at at State Bill 8, you know. Here we have a government that's all about freedom, and look at this horrible country who won't let their children learn, but they're going to force a 12-year-old to have a baby. And how much learning is she going to do when she's got a child? 
and they're not going to pay for it when it gets here. They're not going to give it food stamps. They're not going to care if it gets pre-educate or pre-K. They're not going to care if she has childcare. They don't even care if she has healthcare. You know, we and- aren't that far away from putting women in robes and making them sit on separate sides of the school. Look, Vera, maybe it's a good thing because some of our, our viewers can't read basic English and comprehend it. So maybe they shouldn't be distracted by females. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know? Hello. Maybe we need to teach boys that, that women aren't sexual objects so that they don't get right? distracted and that, you know, teach the boys, don't punish the girls. And maybe maybe we need to teach people that every opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. Um, just and because you're the bigger one doesn't make you right. That's I all. love uh, <laughs> somebody suggested that uh, every father must now start paying child support from the moment they hear the heartbeat. Oh, that'll. Oh, that'll I love. like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. Oh, right, amazing. that'll change. That'll change some opinions. Um. So we were talking about bad PR before, right? <laughs> Let's look at some bad PR in action. Oh, um, <laughs> so there has been a massive outcry go. on social media of pictures from their new movie, Harry and, and Meghan Escape from the Palace were released. The movie's opening sequence shows Meghan Markle dying beneath an overturned car following a horror crash um, in... Oh, that's been autocorrected in it. I think it's meant to be incident. Horrible <laughs> <laughs> crash. Uh, it echoes the death of Princess Diana, obviously. Um, Megan horribly, da- horribly uh, injured, begs Harry to help her. Um, he wakes up from a nightmare, basically, and um, with Megan and his son Archie there. Um, viewers have labelled it tasteless and abhorrent. This is the third movie. Based of a series based on the country, the royal couple, um, and it's come under scrutiny of many royal fans uh, who are more than willing to call her and him every name under the sun. You know, that they're, they're more than willing to go, oh, that whatever they want to call her, you know, however racist they want to be. Um, and then he's crazy because he got therapy and blah, 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 blah. But the minute you invoke St. Diana, there's an issue. You know what? It's a movie, and whenever you think of the royals, you do think of Diana's last little trip down the tunnel, so I'm not surprised it was used as, like, a grabbing moment for a film opening. So, you know. But Lifetime is so out of touch. These people have both come forward on a hugely inter- – it was it's one of the bigger news stories of the year that they've come forward and both said, we have mental health issues because of the shit that's gone on here. Har- Harry has said, I have a real fear of my wife and child dying the way that my mother died, and they use it for exploitation, for ratings, for lifetime? Of lifetime! Course. It's Lifetime! Yeah, they also they Come did on, a lot of terrible shit. <laughs> like, you, 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 you love Diana. Hit us up. What do you think? I uh, I really want I really want to root for Megan and Harry. I um I am a Diana fan. I I cried when she died. I cried when she got married. Um, but as Katie Underwood said on the show about a month ago, who is surprised to find that there might be white supremacy in the oldest monarchy on the planet? <laughs> You know, oh, so shocking. So, <laughs> really? Uh, but but there does come a point where, come on, Megan and Harry, I want to be sympathetic, but you got to stop. At some point, it's not about getting the message across anymore. It's about attention. But this had nothing to, this is this is what the, the perception is, that they had something to do with it. This movie has nothing to do with them. It's being made about them and mm. exploiting. But Steve, wait, did Lifetime make Dance Moms? Yes, they did. Then you're shocked by this. Come on. I, I just I just think it's a very tone deaf. Well, Dance Mums is gone now because Abby Lee's a racist. Whoops. Um, well, but it was all right when she's abusing children huge, and making huge them cry. Surprise. Right. But, <laughs> like, is this not the most tone deaf move, Brooke? Yeah. You don't like. Look, I don't like it at all. And the fact that um, Harry did come out and say that this is a very real issue for him it's not okay that they've used it to make money and grab ratings it's bullshit it's not okay 
to exploit anyone. I get that they're public figures, but they've come out and they've said these things and they've been quite honest about it. And I just don't like what Lifestyle did. It's not cool by me, honestly. It's bastard. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dylan? Any opinions? <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, I, I'm one of those people that honestly doesn't give a shit about Harry and Meghan. I really don't know <laughs> what I mean. I mean, I'm sure they're wonderful people. I'm so sorry they've gone through um, the things they've gone through, uh, especially that interview with Oprah, because that looked absolutely torturing. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. She was pushing I, for those tears, wasn't she? Oh, Oprah's like, I'm going to stab you with this I'm, pin. It's, 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 for me as an American... And to look at British culture just totally lose their shit over this. It makes me remind myself, you know, we did fight a war against each other, guys. We're not supposed to like each other. So I don't know why you thought Harry and Meghan were ever going to work out in the first place. Just just, <laughs> just a thought. I don't think anything about color of skin is even should be remotely even being talked about between these two. I think what needs to be talked about between these two is how they have become so engrossed in the public eye that Lifetime is doing movies about these people while they're still alive. They're not even in their 50s or 60s yet. Like, can we give them a couple of decades to figure it out? (laughs) I mean, for God's sake, you have no material to write about. No shit you put... You you decided to put Diana in a uh, theme car accident into the show. Because honestly... What are you going to write about with these two? We woke up. We had breakfast. We took the kids out for a walk. I argued with my wife for an hour. We went to bed. Like, literally. That's what their day has probably been like for some odd, maybe four, five, six, seven of them. But you're telling me that Lifetime, Lifetime is taking on the reins of creating a biopic on these two. I mean, for God's sake, people, there are so many other people who have died in the last decade that you could do biopics about that could be just as much disturbing and offending. Okay? I mean, Prince just died. You have... Um, China's dead. China. We'll get on to wrestling later, guys. Why did you go after Diana? Well, he's, Diana's chilling. Okay? <laughs> Literally, she's chilling. Well, we're gonna jump from. Already addressed it. We'll we'll jump from we'll jump from British royalty to American royalty, and there has been a hallelujah touchdown moment happened this week. (laughs) Britney Spears' father filed on Tuesday to end the court conservatorship that has controlled the singer's life and money for 13 years. Jamie Spears filed his petition to terminate the conservatorship in Los Angeles Superior Court. As Mr. Spears said again and again, all he wants is what's best for his daughter, sure. Um, The document says if Ms. Spears wants to terminate the conservatorship and believes that she can handle her own life, Mr. Spears believes that she should get a chance. Judge Brendan Penny, who oversees the case, will need to approve the move. Apparently, that tr- that um, court case is not due for hearing until January next year. Of course, well, plenty of but time for him. A lot of money, money to be lost. Plenty between. of time, yeah. plenty of time to move those yeah. funds around. You yeah. know, <laughs> yeah, cut his losses and rob. But you know what? I mean, regardless of what happens, I'm sure Britney's got outstanding lawyers. I'm sure that. Whoever's been advocating on her behalf has, I mean, done absolutely an outstanding job because look what's happened now. I mean, after literally banging on the door for what feels like, I think, like, I mean, how long? I mean, the, the story got more public this year, but this has been a what? Like, a, since your start of her career, an ongoing battle where now you understand why she busted out that window with the buzz cut look. And right. it just makes so much sense now because that's us if we're going through something like that. So this is huge. I mean, screw that guy. Her father is literally scum of the earth because this is a grown woman. Yeah. I mean, this is a grown woman. She's and, 40 right next year. Make, She's right 40. Own mistakes. Exactly. But she really is not thinking about money, big fucking deal. It's her money. Yeah, whatever happens now is her responsibility. She's she's never said that she wants to be in control of the money and of the business and all that kind of stuff. She's she's happy to have lawyers and to have agents and to have 
you know, people that control the brand Britney Spears because she's got perfume, she's got all that shit that makes her money without her even having to do anything. All she wants to be able to do is drive her own car and have a baby. Like, mm-hmm. Brooke, come on, speak up on that one. Oh, that man <laughs> is a colossal butt nugget. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Total fucking butt nugget. Now, um, she has the right as an adult to make her own decisions. He didn't sing any of those songs. He didn't do any of the things in her career. What gives him the right to control her? He, he, he's a sperm donor at the end of the day. That's he's it. a white old man. He yeah. is a, oh, look at all the, look at all the white old men who've had public meltdowns who still control their own money. Charlie Charlie Sheen. Sheen. Charlie, straight up. Come on. I don't care if Brittany has a meltdown and loses her money. Plenty. It's her choice. choice. It'll be her choice to do it. And she looked great with a shaved head. She fucking killed that look. She rocked it. But do you know what, guys? I was Are you like ready to eight, like like nine or ten? Like I saw Britney Spears do that, and I, all I all I remember was just like adults mocking her viciously. <laughs> that's just that's just where Britney Spears just became a punchline for really my entire high school life. She's until, an like, icon because guys, this happened twenty years ago. This week. Britney wow, did her absolutely. iconic VMAs performance with the live snake and um, Tiger King was involved. Um, <laughs> Carol, <laughs> Carol Baskin. Uh, uh, yeah. The Tiger King was involved with the live tigers on stage. Like 20 years has gone by and we're still talking about Britney Spears. Like someone who was supposed to be throw away bubblegum pop of, of her generate, like of her time and then disappeared. We're still talking about her today. Like, it's craziness to me that, you know, this is in the news. But speaking of crazy, are we ready for a big, healthy dose of it? Sure. Hey. Okay. Oh. No. Oh. <laughs> Joe Rogan announced on Wednesday that he has contracted COVID after enthusiastically encouraging younger listeners to decline vaccination. The podcast host says he has been feeling better, but his health update undoubtedly made health ex- experts instantly sick. On Instagram, the host spot of Spotify's most popular podcast, what the fuck, oh. admits an authority on he's not an authority on health. He's immediately thrown the whole kitchen sink at it at the infection. Um, use various drugs, da 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 da. Um, <laughs> ivermectin. Yep, I can't oh, even. God. It is ivermectin, oh, oh, oh. a drug used to prevent parasites oh. in humans and livestock. Um, the uh, FDA warns that dangerous side effects include nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, hypertension, allergic allergic reactions, dizziness. Ataxia, um, seizures, coma, and even death. And in a current and... study, in a current study, it makes you sterile. Sterile, yes. I, I hit, hit <laughs> so I think it. we're all blessed that Joe Rogan may not be able to breed anymore. But um, as a nurse, <laughs> as a nurse, Luke, what do you think about Joe's medical approach? I think ivermectin is a wonderful drug if you have scabies. Um, <laughs> you know. I really think like everything's become so polarized and people are arguing it's become so it's just political now when it should just be about actual health care. And I blame politicians for that too, because they've put people against each other. Like we were making the analogy before, we're gonna have kids sitting on separate sides of the room. Like everyone's so divided because common sense is not a flower that grows in every garden as someone very wise just <laughs> you're welcome you're yeah welcome. i'm throwing it to you brooke now now run with this <laughs> oh i clearly don't run Let me that. but that's fine <laughs> let's, let's go to, uh, i want to go to nurse number two first because you're you you're in front of covid all day every day every so, day I've mectin. Talk to me about your. <laughs> I um, I can't, and I know I've, I've said this a couple hundred times. Your... <laughs> oh, what's that? Hey, I said this a couple hundred times, but uh, I think we're living in a Darwin experiment 
<laughs> those who aren't smart enough to listen to science or understand the science are doomed to die without it. It's the real life Darwin Awards, right? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Brooke. I heard my voice coming from your house. So tell, oh, tell me what you think about My kids just opened the door. And um, yeah, yeah, great, great. I think the 12 year old's listening again. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's getting an education. You wanted him to homeschool. Oh, oh look, I, I feel really no sorry. For that. Uh, no, I was about to say, I'm not going to say that. I can't. So thank you. You just said it. I know, I know, but I said it real soft, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> um, but with this, I, I again look. I, I just, I really hope he is sterile, and he, yeah, <laughs> that would be good. Um, Get the motherfucking vaccine. Yeah, Dylan, do you think this is much different to? Um, President Trump telling us to inject like window cleaner into our system. Bleach. Oh, yeah. I, it, it's it's hard for me to it. say. So, I, I I I sometimes don't know. I I think Vera is right. I, I we're living in a dystopian future. It just looks nice because we have football and iPhones. Yeah. So <laughs> I really really we, we're glossing over all everything with iced coffee and Uggs and pumpkin spice and themes of the month every fucking year now because apparently we're just adding new things to every month. There's awareness for this, awareness for this, and there's awareness for this. And I'm just like, you know, can we just raise awareness on the fact that People who have dedicated 20 to 30 years of their lives to be a nerd and save people from diseases have created a vaccine which will save you from death. And you're telling me, you 9 to 5 Walmart vest, high school diploma educated assholes, that you don't trust the science? I swear to God, if I hear one more person tell me that they don't trust the science, I might bitch slap them repeatedly. I cannot, for the life of me, understand how anyone with literally, most of you didn't even pass science. Okay, I got a 65 in physics my senior year. I didn't become a civil engineer. I became a comedian. Okay, I go with what I'm good at. You people are good at four things. Getting up, taking a shit, watching TV, and going to bed. Stick to what you know and stop trying to go on Google and fucking social media swipe through while you're on the toilet to get your fucking license and your moral code of the day. Okay, take the goddamn vaccine. I'm the guy who literally took the baby powder vaccine, Johnson and Johnson, the one that apparently might not even work. I literally walked into Grand Central Terminal because they were giving out free Metro cards if you took one of these things. That's all the coaxing I needed to bring me out of the closet. I'm down. Free? You said free? You could have offered me a free Whopper out of taking the damn thing. Okay? So don't give me... I, I can't stand with people. And Joe Rogan, of all people, who I also used to have slight respect for because he's a great commentator and I like UFC. But, my guy, you have millions of dollars. You are literally sitting on Fortune's pot. And you're telling me that your dumbass is stupider than me? Okay? <laughs> you're telling me that... I mean, literally, I cannot understand what is going on and that why, after Donald Trump got elected, there are way too many stupid people living in America. I don't know where these people have been hiding. I don't know where they've been at. Maybe hanging out in the library for fucking 10 hours a day, posting on fucking Twitter blogs and shit, or maybe sitting at their local friend barn in the middle seat nowhere drinking moonshine and snorting fucking tractor fuel to get high. I don't know what the hell you people are doing. But Joe Rogan took a horse tranquilizer. I'm sorry. This is a rant. I have, I've been trying to have this rant. Go for it. Go. This one is taking whatever the hell. It, I don't care what it is. What are you doing? Okay? For God's sake. I, I Especially, listen, if you're asking me what I would rather have happen to me, take, uh, take, 
had the risk of losing my manhood's ability to create or die or take the vaccine, I'd be like, <laughs> what, what is this question? What are you asking me? Give me the shot now. I'll take. <laughs> I will inject it like a heroin user. Like I, I, I immediately full effect. I, I, what are people talking about? What is going on? This is not, uh, guys. This is literally the get out of jail free card that you've been waiting for for years. Don't let the mask take it. And look, do you know the one person that we should trust and who has trusted the science their entire life? We should listen to this dude. (laughs) (laughs) Because Steve Urkel is back, guys. Warner Media is bringing. Uh, Family Matters uh, character Steve Urkel back to the screen in an animated form. Um, and now with the announcement, <laughs> they are adding, Did I do that to the holidays? <laughs> <A> Steve <laughs> Urkel story to Cartoon Network. And uh, Jaleel White is obviously going to be playing Steve Urkel, which he did from 1989 to 1998. Wow, it ran that long. Yeah, yeah. Long yeah. Time. And wow. he's also producing the film. Um, yeah, look, Steve Urkel's Merry back. Merry Christmas. That's that's like a that's a fuzzy feel good end on the year, right? Who doesn't love a bit of Urkel? Oh look, I don't think any of us who grew up like you know in the nineties did not at least at one point imitate Steve Urkel when we were kids. You know, (laughs) I want to know if I want to know if Stefan's going to show up though. Oh man, please, Stefan Urkel. (laughs) It's like wow, the suave version of Steve. I reckon that's amazing. Brooke, you commented on this on the page, though. Do you like? Did, were you a bit of a Steve Urkel I comment fan? On everything. I know um, you love it. All over like you. a fat kid on a cupcake. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that cupcake I, I, wanted to be had. Oh, <laughs> I really want a cupcake now. Squirrel. It's okay. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I promise. Um, <laughs> I, I, have... <laughs> I have... oh no! I think I'm a little bit broken. Um, I, <laughs> I, 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 yes, I've heard it. Only took two shows. Um, but um, um, Steve Urkel was my absolute favorite growing up. I used to watch it with my mom, and um, uh, I had a huge crush on him. Glasses and all, high pants. Fucking love that shit, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nostalgia's big, though. Like, and our childhood shows are still doing good things. Like, look at Brewster. what happened. Oh, oh I love punky. this. But look at what happened to the Power Rangers, guys. Yeah. Power Rangers Dino Fury has finally re- revealed the series' first LGBTQ plus ranger. Currently airing on Nickelodeon is the most recent episode titled The Matchmaker. Green Ranger Izzy Garcia comes out as LGBTQ plus. Um, basically, she admits it to everyone. Blah, blah, blah. She's also the show's first female Green Ranger. Um, yeah, so this is Huge. like awesome. Right, this is awesome. You can start, Dylan. You have oh a, yeah, I'm a huge reaction. Power Rangers fan. I'm. I used to watch that show as a kid. I'm a massive fan of the show. I don't watch it much anymore, but I, when I saw this, I was like, "That's dope. That's actually really cool." Because not only have you broken the barrier in adding someone from from the LGBTQ plus community, but you also have like broken a huge barrier on the Green Ranger identity, which is iconic to Jason David Frank, Tommy Oliver. Mm-hmm. He's iconic for the for the role. And it, it, when you hear the Green Ranger, all you think of is Tommy. That's literally all you think of. It's yeah. really amazing that they broke ground and used that color for her to kind of hopefully, it, you know, in the future, because Power Rangers is, is something I don't know if it's going to end anytime soon. Um, they see the, I don't think. They, they, they see the <laughs> Well, if you don't know how they make the show, they they usually pull footage from the Japan series um, mm-hmm. Super Sentai and then just adapt it into the uh, English, and then they just you know film in whatever scenes. But that show is so popular there. I think as long as it keeps going in Japan, it should keep going here. Especially if we can also provide our little touch on it and do things like this, which are a huge gesture, I think, to a lot of fans mm-hmm. of this show because. 
it's an extremely diverse community full filled with people from all over the world who love Power Rangers and a lot of them yeah. are adults like me and nostalgic for the show and one the of them's of right right on top. Luke, you're a huge Power Ranger now. Talk to us I'm... about talk to us about this. Oh look, I think like one of the big things that attracts attracted a lot of us to Power Rangers initially was that they were such a diverse group, you know? We had um Jason, Zach, Trini, Kimberly, Billy, like there were such different characters, but they represented one of us, right? There was someone there we could identify with. Yeah. Um, and so it's just this is the step in the right direction. I'm, I'm surprised it took, you know, like 20, what is it now, like nearly the 30th anniversary of of Power Rangers, like 26 years, 27 years or something. Yeah, they're, I'm they're surprised it took 30. that long, but it's – you know, good on it. I think it's good. You know, it's not it's not a bad thing, and uh, it's kids growing up nowadays too are a lot more like, who cares? Like that's cool. You know, it's important to have. I think it's important to have heroes, and it's also important to realize that your heroes can be human. Like, look at poor old Triple H. <gasps> oh yeah, yeah. Um, social media and everything's blown up. Old man. I'm sorry. Look at them um, veins. Are you surprised he had a cardiac event? But he's doing he's all right. He's doing all right. Now, Brooke, you're a wrestler. You're a wrestler. You're a wrestler. Rec- I can't speak. <laughs> wrestling girl. Talk to us. How do you feel about Triple H? Oh, look, I was devastated. Um, but uh, the uh, use of steroids all through the Attitude Era, is it any wonder that the man had a cardiac event? Honestly, I get that there's wellness policies in place now, um, but he's old. He had done a lot of damage because of drugs previously, and I just, I, I wish him the best. I'm, I'm so grateful that he is still okay. Um, I've had the, you know, the um, pleasure of watching him wrestle live on a number of occasions, and the man is amazing. Um, but yeah, I, in, in all honesty. Um, Everyone out there who says that wrestling is fake, it is not fake, it is fixed. And things are very real when they happen. So, but yeah. Speaking of too real and fitness, I don't know what to say about this dude, but like. Oh my gosh. An Australian guy smashed the Guinness World Record. Well, God, I can't speak today. Fuck me. (laughs) Guinness World Record, longest held plank, nine hours and 30 minutes. As I said, I would rather watch MASH. And I hate Mash. <laughs> like, who has that kind of? You know what? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna plank for nine hours. Like, I get that it was done for charity, but fuck me. But Planking imagine him practicing that. Though, how many attempts were made before that of fucking multiple hours of planking? <laughs> no, I feel, I'm gonna. You know, he but... threw up while he was doing the challenge. The yet. He, the guy he was to shit himself and pissed he, himself. He oh, up, the, 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 the sheer amount of will he was exerting to just keep his body upright literally made <laughs> him throw up. They had to bring a bucket over just for him to hurl. But he stayed That's- in plank while throwing up. This guy Jeez. is my fucking hero right here. That's this great dude here, is right? He's, a, he's a psychopath and he needs to get a girlfriend, but you are absolutely <laughs> my fucking hero. But to do that for charity is incredible. I think he's an incredible human being, but please, somebody fuck him. Please. Like, he's right. heard it. He has heard this. Right. This. Come on, please. Get this man off of the YouTube and into a, a bed, queen size bed with some rose petals and some music in the background. The guy's like, oh, 30 minutes. I gotta beg the question. What was the old record? Uh, it was Probably eight hours. And eight, I think it was eight hours and something. Yeah. Oh God! I would have said, "Tell me as soon as that freaking record is passed." Yeah, Drop down. Exactly. This guy kept going. <laughs> eight hours and fifteen minutes. Just tell me when I hit eight hours and sixteen. That's where we're gonna be done. No, hear me when I hit eight, eight fifteen and one, eight fifteen and two. I don't care. I'm on the exact millisecond. Tell me, done. Drop. Yeah. <laughs> Dropping out. That's there. Just, there is yeah. some incel energy there. I do kind of agree. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's holding. He's holding on to something. Um, and you're holding on to something because it's come to that time of the show, Vera, already. Are you ready, oh, Lady Lady I, Smith I, Black Mombazo of opinions? <laughs> Here we go. It's time for a section we like to call Vera Vance. 
Nope. You didn't hit the right one. Oh, I hit the <gasps> wrong one again. We've got too much stuff on our display. <laughs> Fear of it. <laughs> I have to clean up the display panel. There's too much shit on here. Anyway. <laughs> Vera, here we go. Three, two, one. Vet, baby. As many Americans and some Australians may know, and anybody else watching anywhere else in the world, uh, Saturday is the 20th anniversary of the September 11th events that put us in Afghanistan to start with. And there's been a lot of um, things on the air, a lot of documentaries, a lot of sentiment, a lot of coming together. And I have to say, as the oldest member of this panel, I do remember September 11th very clearly. It was a point where we were all so devastated and so traumatized that we did feel a single bond. But what has happened to that single bond now? I... um, saw, was cruising through Facebook, and one of my friends posted a picture of a truck here in town that had in the window, I went to Iraq and fought for your freedom, liberal fucking pussy. Did you? Did you really fight for my freedom? I know that America is the land of cowboys. We grew up on cowboys. I grew up on Bonanza and Jim West and fighting for truth, justice in the American way. Come on, guys. That's what cowboys do. Do they? Are you really fighting for my freedom if you don't think I have a right to decide what happens with my own body? If you don't think I have a right to vote if I don't vote like you do? If you don't think I have a right to love if I don't love who you think I should love? You're not fighting for freedom. You're fighting for yourself. Shut the fuck up. Freedom means freedom from coercion. Not freedom to do whatever the fuck you want, okay? The Bible in John 10, 10 describes freedom of mind and heart as freedom of will. Freedom of mind and heart, like freedom to love who you want, freedom to know that you're not capable of raising a child, freedom to decide that you don't want a bobble-headed tangerine to be your fucking president. No, you didn't fight for my freedom. You fought because your tiny dick needed to feel big after some Arabs flew flew planes into the tallest building in the world. And they were Arabs. They weren't Iraqis. That was all part of a different agenda. You fought for corporatism and you fought for the American dollar and you fought for petrobillionaires. You never fought for my freedom because you don't respect my freedom. Fuck you. Well, crikey. <laughs> speaking of this week, speaking of what the fuck, we're going to go to this week's what the fuck. What the <laughs> So, um, I don't know if you guys saw this one, but <laughs> I can't help but laugh. <laughs> An 80-pound cougar was removed from a New York City apartment where she was being kept illegally as a pet. Animal officials said um, the owner of the 11-month-old female cougar surrendered the animal on Thursday. Uh, Kelly Nathan, director of Animal Disaster Response in the Humane Society of America, said in a news release, the cougar, nicknamed Sasha, spent the weekend at the Bronx Zoo receiving veterinary care and is now headed to a wildlife reserve. Who the fuck keeps a cougar in an apartment? Oh, you fucking Americans. Cute. Come on, she was cute. <laughs> you probably keep where we're living, Vera. What do you think they're keeping in some of these freaking trailer parks around here? Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm surprised she didn't have two. What fucking litter box does this kid, kitty have? You know? I know, right? You know? New York City is a very dangerous place. I honestly think about the fact, really, you're going to really keep coming to this place that has just... Every form of death you can think of, and now we're throwing <laughs> cougars in wherever girl. It's probably Brooklyn. How did someone find a cougar to buy? It just That's proves you I'm... never know what's behind people's doors either. Like, imagine how being an they, Uber, an Uber eat Eats driver, and knocking on someone's door, and there's a fucking cougar. And they stink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. <laughs> What kind of litter box could you use? 
Exactly. I feel like it's one of those shells. You know those little kids' pools? It's one of those yeah. pool shells. That, that's the cougar's litter box, you know? I'm just like, but how, how do you bag that poop and get it out on the couch? How do you Is walk it? New- yeah, how, how is she walking the fucking cougar? Actually, <laughs> here's a better question. Who the fuck saw her walking the cougar and decided not to say anything? Okay, yeah. Really well, this I is know. fine. Who saw that and then said nothing? You are absolutely hey, unreliable as a person. We need to go. We need to go back to post. We need to go back to post nine eleven. If you see something, say something. Say something. <laughs> There's a fucking cougar wandering Central Park West. Have a, that's an issue. There's a in like, what the hell's going on around here? Cougar's going to a show on Broadway, you know, like, whatever. He's trying to get a slice. Like, I don't I know. I wonder if every time they call the police, like, there's a cougar in Brooklyn. Like, ma'am, there are lots of cougars in Brooklyn. Please stop calling us. I'm just wondering if the police are ignoring the idea. I'm joking. That would be a really great, that would be a really great this screams that woman who was raising monkeys that ripped a face off right like <laughs> they, they got out they got out in time it's like you didn't get eaten by your cougar congratulations it's fucking hell like i don't understand the world but you know what some things you just see and it doesn't matter if you understand it or not so i'm gonna leave yeah. you with this image <laughs> beckham's bubble butt my number seven it's such, a, it's such an awkward position too that had to hurt like what's he doing i just want to know his cheeks but then he's like flanking right why not just like he's your own pool, I'm sure. Like, did he screw up at the beach and like go full body suntan, and it just didn't work out? So now he's just laying by the pool because he burned himself too bad, but the top half of his ass didn't get the right amount of scar. So <laughs> only one side. Because I don't understand what this photo is. I am a huge Manchester United fan, and I love David Beckham like a brother. Um, <laughs> I, I, I question. Yeah, I have a everything <laughs> and why, but only because I just don't think that what we think is happening here is happening. Here. I question why nothing. I question nothing. I think it's amazing. Gold star effort. Just don't speak. We don't we don't objectify people on this show, but he doesn't need to speak. That's all no. good. No. <laughs> he can just be pretty. He can just be pretty and talented, and you know that's you that's you know some people. He's one of the greatest like the rest- players in Manchester history. Let him do what he wants. Like the rest of us, he's just pretty and exists in the universe. It's how we roll here at Uncensored Radio. Well, guys, we survived another week. Congratulations, ladies and gentlemen, we survived. Um, Dylan, you survived your first Uncensored Radio, so congratulations. Thank you. I had a great time. This is, yeah. this is a, Dylan this almost killed me. I love it. You guys post all like, the greatest shit. Ever. Dylan, where can people follow you on social media? Um, so, if you, so if you want to uh, keep on tabs of what I'm doing, um, you can go on to my Instagram. I'm Dylan Cody. Literally, my name is just I am, no apostrophe, all lowercase. Uh, I'm on Facebook, Dylan Cody. Uh, don't send me friend requests. I'm very picky <laughs> on who I add. You'll, you can tell by the fact I think I only have like 500 friends. So, and that's a lot for me right now. I'm thinking about like like downsizing significantly. Doing a call. So, oh, awesome. um, and, yeah. <laughs> well, welcome, welcome to the uncensored family. Hopefully, you won't be terrified and come back and play again sometime. No, bring me, bring me back for some more. I got probably awesome, plenty awesome. more shit to talk about. So, guys, as I said, next next week we have. Um, the Miss Kitty back for what what had happened was, and then I can happily announce today that we have just done an interview with an amazing gentleman by the name of Grady Hendrix. He is an author, horror author, and we are going to kick off Halloween a week early with our Grady Hendrix interview. So stay tuned for that. It was an amazing chat. We went. We went. Overtime majorly. So if you don't know who Grady is, check him out at www.gradyhendrix.com. You'll get the exact vibe of who he is by reading that. 
Um, until next week, no, though. Good shit. You know, keep it, keep it, keep it uncensored, and you know, live your life out loud, folks. It's been a pleasure to have everyone, and we will see you all next week. Bye. 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 I mean, we all knew that there was a big pussy problem in New York, but that's <laughs> fucking ridiculous, right? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.